Previously on Polyamory. The dogs are getting closer and closer and closer. You see some sort of weird image down one of the alleyways. Like a, a square wave that then sort of flashed and vanished. It feels like the alleyway is starting to angle up in front of you. Ah, exercise. Uh, Yeah, it's starting to feel like quite a steep incline, but you're charging down this alleyway, passing like empty boxes and and bins. Romara, you're following everyone, but uh, D in front of you slips and rolls back down the incline Hmm. and is immediately torn to pieces. By dogs. Dusty, you also slip and roll down and are torn to pieces by dogs. You are falling and falling and screaming and there's a moment when it stops and you feel every part of you in just absolute agonising pain. How? You wake up sitting in a tavern. Uh, it's empty. Kind of big and dull. There's there's no one here. There's like, like some empty uh, tankards on the table in front of you. And it's about that moment that the whole room seems to just turn sideways. Okay. So the, what was the door huh. is now on the ceiling and you are all clinging to the booth you were sitting in, uh, which is now about 20 feet up to the bottom. There right. is a massive bang and the, okay. the door above you clatters past a large clawed hand with sort of red raw skin and very sharp talony claws starts to reach through the door and sort of fumble around gravity shifts on you and you're now sitting on the floor in some really nasty toilets no there's questionable stains everywhere and it looks like someone's been over the mirror with a Brillo pad. Like, you can kind of see the outlines of yourself, but you can't make out any of your features. So, like, hmm. most pub toilets, then. Ramara's gonna nervously and anxiously open the door. What you see inside is concerning. There is a body that looks like it's just been... Like, somebody's pulled its arms and legs out of its sockets and broken its neck and then sort of posed it. By jamming bits at weird angles. Uh. Oh, like those uh, those artist mannequin things. Kind of like a mannequin, yeah. Dusty, you start to see that something is coming up out of the toilet. Uh, it looks like a lot of insects. Just a lot of insects is coming out of uh, the toilet at the opposite end of like where you came in. D and Bromara, you watch Dusty get just eaten by bugs. No. And you, you both slip and just fall into this puddle of bugs. And you feel yourself being eaten. You wake up in a tavern. There's like a few tankards empty on the table in front of you. There is no, uh, no one else around. You stand in the middle of the room and hold the mace up in front of you and just slash it down in front of you. It's really strange. The, the reality in front of you, just like as if it was a curtain and you just slice through it. Uh-huh. And you can look around this tear, but there is very definitely a tear in reality that almost makes everything the other side of it look like it is just sort of slightly wobbly curtains blowing in the wind. You're standing in a hallway with like a black and white checkerboard pattern on the floor and these deep black curtains. Okay, D, you see that sort of weird flickering square wave shape again? Oh. Just on the other side of the room? Uh, D will point it out. Okay. You get to the far side of the room and the, the little square wave shape flickers and vanishes. 
And as you come out the other side, you are standing in a corridor very similar to the one that you just left. Except at the far end, there is like a torso statue. You smash the crap out of this thing. It goes flying through the curtains and you hear it smash and you hear a scream. And the curtains in front of you really start to billow as if there is a wind coming from behind you. And you can see this checkerboard pattern going on forever. The curtains lift around you. And rising out of this statue is... It's sort of red and fluffy. Like it has, I don't know, something very tall and sort of frilly. Very red and frilly. A frightening snake face, like almost skeletal, looks up and hisses at you. Ah, Viles. Viles rad. Real cool. Real cool, Vile. I am well aware of who you are and what that hat is. Oh, are, are you aware of what that hat is? I don't believe you. Why don't you tell me what this hat is? Because I don't believe you know. So let's dab into Witch Bolt one more time. You slide into this perfect dab. And from your fingers, crackles, like, you feel the crackle of, oh, witch bolt coming, blue. Ah, yeah, blue lightning fingers. Blue lightning come out. But, like, almost as it leaves your fingers, it arcs out and open into this just giant beam of Am I doing a big Kamehameha here? I haven't seen whichever (laughs) show that's from. uh, Dragon Ball, big big energy from hands. I, I, I was thinking, um, is it Street Fighter 4, the supers Uh, in that? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, like, screen-filling supers in that. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> there's like all the anime lines coming up behind you. Cool. Uh, I imagine there's probably a scream. Yeah. Maybe. Um, More scream of, oh god, what are my fingers doing? The, <laughs> her dress just melts into, inf- in, in, into shadow. She's just a silhouette in the air, but you see like, the, the, the skull is the last bit to go. Like, the, you see the body... Yeah. And then just shredded down to just snake skeleton, which is just long tube with arms, because you want tea. Yeah. Um, and then just everything just fades to dust, and it fades to dark. And you're in the room with the checkable pattern floor, but you're not. It's it's all sort of fading, and you, you start to notice, like, trees around you, and like stones like sometimes when you go through forest they put like stones either side of the road so you can like stay tell where you are staying on the road Hmm. and looking around you start to see that the cart is behind you oh and you're all standing in this sort of like a lay-by almost (laughs) in the middle of these woods and there is a a smashed statue in, in front of you on the floor in pieces Welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyarmory Season 2! Whoop and indeed whoop, we are back once again with the ill behaviour. With the ill behaviour. With the ill behaviour. And last time, previously, which will have, everyone will have just heard, you, you'd been to napping. 
It was crap. You had a bad time in napping. It's a very bad time. It was not the comfortable, relaxing nap I'd hoped for. No. Well, you you did find a, a nightmare dream, dream world, though. That's not a good nap. That's not a good nap. Yeah, that nap. was crap. I thought I took the, the nightmare-proofing mushrooms. That was I was nap. missold on my weird care fungus. To be fair, you don't have normal nightmares. Yeah, this was less a nightmare and more... Nightmare is a word you could use to describe it, but it was more a hallucination magic something. It was a something that had lots of dream logic about it. Yeah. Trapped in a magical illusion world is not the same as I fell asleep and my brain did a nightmare. It was lich magic. Lich magic. Ooh. So spooky. You click clopped away from napping mm-hmm. and you're heading towards one of the twin cities. One of the big old cities at the very north of Frigidia. You've come a really long way in the last few months. You've done a big old journey. You are probably further from home than any of you have ever been before, I would imagine. I would imagine so. If we take one more step. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I just acknowledge there is a cut of the first Lord of the Rings film on YouTube where every time that Sam takes a step, it yeah. then cuts to Sam staying. If I take another How long step, is that film? Oh, oh, it's very. like nine and a half hours. <laughs> yes, every step is. If I take another step, it's the furthest I've ever been. <laughs> Damn, it's intense. I can imagine. Has anyone watched the whole nine hours? I imagine someone has. Not me. Not me. Um, my friend who's deployed um, is currently watching it in segments. He's a massive Lord of the Rings fan, though. I think the weirdest one of those that I've ever watched was um, Star Wars A New Hope in alphabetical order. Oh, <laughs> I've watched that twice. What does that mean? Every single word in the script in alphabetical order. And put in alphabetical order. Who has that kind of time? Um, They used an algorithm. Where does the silence go? It goes. There is no silence. It's slightly shorter than the original film. (laughs) Oh. So if there's just some music, if there's silence, gone. But like, you will have like almost a minute of a a a I can't tell if I like that or not. It's amazing. <laughs> I've yet to see it. I've heard stories. I need to see this with you at some point. <laughs> I, bet I don't this think is I something... can do this alone. I was going to say, I bet this is something you have to watch both with a friend and inebriated. Uh, I was sober both times, but probably. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're coming to a, a grand and, and large city. As you get nearer, you notice that the the city appears to be on like a like a cliff edge, mm-hmm. and rolling away from that side of the city is just this sort of cratery mess. Like it's it's like a a, a deep gouge out of the earth, hmm. and away in the distance, in that deep gouge, you can see a number of explosions happening at what looks like very powerful spells being chucked around, and maybe just general explosives. Maybe something warforged-y? Who knows? <laughs> um, you head into the city itself, it is very shiny. Uh, I should say, actually, you are heading to the city itself. Do you have any plans before you enter? Stay inconspicuous. D- yeah, D would look for... Um... An understanding of the population here. They're mostly They're humans. All humans. 
All human. Yeah. All humans. Uh, human is easy enough. Yeah. Because the, the problem the problem is we got recognized by that UNT as, oh, I know exactly who you are and I'm supposed to stop you. Stop you. That would suggest that we, we are a known quantity that the villain maybe knows is coming. And as such, maybe we should all try and disguise ourselves as best we can and fly under the radar a little bit. Might be a Do good idea. Do you have anything for that? Um, I can't change my height, I don't believe, in disguise self. No. But I could disguise myself to look like a human child which would probably work with the height thing and that might be enough for me to disguise my appearance and take the cap off because the the, put the cap in my bag somewhere that that is a big clue that i am not not small innocent child it brilmara tiny brilmara literally just gonna like de-age the face a bit and be like yep here we go i am a child no tattoos me Okay, and and you're going with a sort of fleshy pink face, a uh, beige face, uh, yes. as opposed to the more stony grey face. Uh, definitely not. Yeah, going with one of the human flesh tones. Okay. No, I I, I always assumed yeah. that as a Duragar that you had a bit of graveliness about you. Well, that's what I mean. Is I'm 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 using my disguise self to not have gravelly gotcha. skin. I will I will look like a human child. Like a human child. Gotcha. A soft pink human child. Yes. Uh, can do you use the disguise kit to um, assist in this disguise? Sure, sure. What do you have in the disguise kit to assist with this disguise? The disguise kit to... says proficiency bonus. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture what you would use for a child disguise, and my head is apparently just full of stereotypes because I'm like giant oversized lollipop and a yo-yo. <laughs> apparently, that's human yeah. child in my head, like a bonnet, a, a sailor hat. <laughs> I um, have a sailor hat for my brief thing as a ship's captain. You do. You do. Dusty was a ship's captain for at least a minute. Um, <laughs> Would you like my hat, Brilmara? I, I think it's okay, but I appreciate the offer. Like, I, I would think, like, maybe make a pen to draw freckles on Brilmara. <gasps> there we go, yeah. Adorable. Um, <laughs> freckles. Yeah, and then I don't know. Do do I would I need to roll for that? Perhaps. Um, no, I think that that is just a thing that you would do. That is your proficiency anyway. So okay, we can add that to any checks if anyone yeah. starts checking your your new daughter over <laughs> too closely. Yeah, D would go right. for human woman to make nuclear family inconspicuous <laughs> travel. You know, with carts pulled by pigs. That's normal above ground, right? No. Do any of us know how to disguise the pigs? Perhaps you are too poor to have horses. Well, I have polymorph. Piggy morph. How how long can you cast that on two pigs? Polymorph apps uh it lasts up to one hour. I don't know if that will be worth it because it'll get rid of. Yeah. I I think I think we just take the the chances with the with the pigs. I think if we've disguised ourselves, we're probably all right. Um, puff puff, staying out, staying up front. Um, oh. probably gonna stay inside the uh the In the van for now. Just uh, yeah, and anything that that could identify us specifically, try and minimize where we can. He could be. How like much a of the outside of this car is very visible, like very notable? 
It's a plain black card. Yeah, that, okay. So no, no, we we didn't at some point do and then forget we'd done like putting our like company name on the side of the van we or very something. Very specifically didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's good. I'm Wait, going to bring Should... Aurora with us. It's, um, sorry, it's not a plain black cart. <gasps> it's a wooden cart. Okay. I, I, I just remembered that you ditched the yes. stealth cart before you came above ground. That's all right. It's still a, it's still a plain cart, and that's oh, the important thing. It's a very plain cart. Yeah. With a locking system. Can we do anything for Dusty, appearance-wise? Well, Dusty wise? is going to bring Aurora along, who can cast Minor Illusion and also maintain permanent invisibility on herself. Ah. So ah. since a dust genasi just looks like a mucky humanoid anyway, he's just going to look like a slightly less mucky humanoid and also have an invisible dragon just hanging about the place. Do we nice. have like a... So Dee's cooked up a story just basically like Dusty being a farmer. You know, like a very basic cover story. Are we from the Dusty potato the city? Around. He's got a plant and everything to prove it. Oh, do we still have potatoes? <gasps> I mean, I've uh, got the succulent. The succulent full of secrets. That's proof that I can at least a little garden. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're, we're, pota- we're, we're from the potato town. Excellent. Potato. Yeah, we got out when the religion got a bit too. Uh, it got a bit religious for us and we, we got out. <laughs> Or it got a bit potatoey. The potato people got a bit potato obsessed, so we were like, uh, "No, not for us." D is rabbit holing because the character D has come up with um, Deirdre is a former dedicated uh, cl- uh, potato cultist who's who really tried to stay with the cult, but people kept throwing stuff at her. <laughs> None of this is untrue. So you trundle towards town and the closer you get the more you realise how massive this city is how massive this walled city is huge blocks of stone that were obviously moved by magic at some point piled on top of each other to make these like 80 foot walls that surround the city itself and outside there is just like there's this huge uh, like guard post and a portcullis and huge double swing doors and you are sort of eyed over and as, as you look in, they get you to halt the cart. They take a moment to uh, have a little peek around. Small human Bromara waves excitedly at the at the people. <laughs> this is to be like the best way to hide is to not seem like you're hiding. Yeah, D will wave as well. Just don't care. He's got a succulent to play with. Yeah, <laughs> such a farm. <laughs> <laughs> farm is little succulent. <laughs> Ignore the child, and he's just holding the succulent close. <laughs> and who might uh, you people be? What was the name of the town? Potato Town. We didn't have one. I never gave you one the name. Oh, that's that's that's. Oh no. Oh no. Did it... We are former acolytes of. And we're former Mary Piper. Ah, <laughs> Mary Piper. We're former chipmunks. Yeah. We're looking to start a new life away from potatoes. I see. And who have money to come here to? Um, Bromara's going to awakened mind message uh, the, the others in the party as to where the 78 platinum and 730 gold are. Um, okay. D will go and fetch um, some gold and... How much? What, what? Like, what's the average cost for things? D wants to make it seem like they have enough, like, money to get by, but they, she doesn't want to. But not around. so much that, like, we're gonna seem. Oh, that's a suspicious amount of money. Yeah, d- good old potato farmer Dusty could never 
like imagine a platinum piece, let alone have one. How much gold have you got? Seven hundred and thirty um, gold. D I has seven hundred fifty. Flash around three hundred. That would be yeah. like a you, you, roll insight. Do, 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 do. I shouldn't just give you this stuff. Oh, <laughs> twenty. Yeah, you reckon about three hundred is probably yeah a pretty okay. decent amount for a family looking to start a new life. Uh, D will attempt to because D has seven hundred fifty-seven themselves. Um, like just show off a small bag with about three hundred or so coins in it. And uh, say, it's not much, it's all we've got, but we hope it's enough. Uh, the guard reaches in and pulls out a coin, turns uh-huh. it over in his palm, gives it a bite. Hmm, this coin wasn't pressed around here. Where did you say you were from? We're former acolytes of, well, you might know them as the chipmunks. We, we no, only took... I c- hmm? No, I can't say that they uh, really mean anything to us. Uh, we, of course, believe only in Guileway here. We'd love to learn more about Guileway. The one true saviour. Yes, well, I think you'll get on just fine. I suggest that you go through the gates here, straight ahead, and uh, it'll probably you'll probably want to head make a, a right turn somewhere around the sixth or seventh exit. Off you go now. And they uh, ruffle Grimara's hair. <laughs> Grimara tries to not look annoyed. Come on, dear. You ride on through the gate, and yeah, you can still hear occasional in the distance, but mm. doesn't seem to ruffle anyone in town. No one seems bothered. The, the people are hithering and thithering, going about various types of business. There's um, a few street traders, but they're very tidy. Everything is very tidy and clean, and people are generally very well dressed. Even the like the peasantry here are fairly smartly attired. Hmm. It's like London. Yeah. You have to be, if you want to work in the central business district, you have to look at at least fairly smart. Um, You pass a few, like, entertainment venues and things like that. Um, And eventually you come to sort of a, you get the impression that it's probably not the best area, but it's it's quite a a nice little region. Um, And you get get, get the impression there's a few sorts of... um, there's, there appears to be some sort of new build houses here, as if something recently has been made way for these shinier new houses. They're all very grey and dull and stony and not very interesting, really, to look at. But that certainly is some property you're looking at there. This certainly is nuclear family. Here's where you can settle. Yay! And towards the uh, end of the the road that you were directed down, you notice that there is a um, like a large civil building there. Looks like mm. uh, some kind of uh, council offices or something. There's also like a little open uh, side to an area, and it looks like there's some guards training in there. Perhaps this is like a little training ground for the local constabulary. Council building might be a good place to get like map of the local area. What are the local sites to see? What is the general- General, what 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 is where in this very big place? Hmm. Okay. D has ideas. Hmm. Um, Say them ideas. The council building does seem like the best place to start, especially if we're trying to avoid arousing too much suspicion. We might need to see if there's things that we need to do, and then maybe take Dusty over to the guards' training area. That way, we can get an idea of what the guards get up to, what we might have to look out for, under the guise of maybe Dusty working for them. Ooh. 
everyone happy with that? Yeah. So you pull up your car outside the uh, civic offices. You notice there's a no parking sign, so you move along a little bit. You notice there's another no parking sign, so you pull along a bit further. Eventually you find a bit that doesn't look like there's any particular parking restrictions. It looks probably okay, maybe. Uh, You hop out. I assume you lock the car. Yes. uh, And walk back towards uh, the civic offices, which is like a little two-story building. It's... It's quite fancy, but a slightly older style than a lot of the buildings around here. You get the impression that this is one of the things that has been preserved, as opposed to everything being progressively more gentrified. Hmm. Um, Inside there is a a little um, reception desk with um, quite uh, an officious looking woman. She's got her hair tied back in a bun, some little horn-rimmed glasses, and uh, she appears to be making um, notes on a a tablet. Hello, yes, can I help you? Oh, hello. We've just come to the city, and, well, I suppose we're introducing ourselves and checking in. Excellent. And uh, looking for lodging, are we? Yes, yes. On a temporary or permanent basis? Uh, Just temporary for now while we get a feel for the area, please. Very well. Roughly how long do you think we'll be looking to stay, then? Well, uh, perhaps a week or so just to get our bearings before we commit to anything. Very well, very well. And, uh, will you be looking for off-street cart parking? Yes, please, love. Somewhere near to the schools for the little one, perhaps. Oh, yes. And what will they be learning? Magics? Soldiering? Administration? She sort of pushes her glasses up her <laughs> nose as she says administration. Uh, do you all, like, how, how much shorter is... Bromara? Uh, three and a half, maybe four feet. Uh, D will, like, get on, like, kind of lean over, like a, a, a mom, and place a hand on Bromara's shoulder. What, what, what do you think you'd like to study, hmm? You get, you, you hear quite a loud tut from, uh, the woman behind the desk at this. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Magic! Looking to defend the city, are we, my dear? Wonderful. Can I take a name for enrollment? Ah, oh, shit, I need a child name. What, what, what are children called? <laughs> what, what are children called? <laughs> Paralysis of choice. Something not too underdarky, perhaps. Yeah. Bree? Susie. There you go. That's, a, oh. that's a, not an underdarky name, right? That's a, that's a human name. <laughs> Susan, yes. Family name. Spud. <laughs> yes. You can have inspiration. <laughs> Spud. I guess I'm Susan Spud now. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> Lodging will be 150 gold. Do you will have to hide a grimace as um, they reach into the gold pouch and pay? She looks somewhat disturbed. I like she eyes over every single one of your coins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, she seems to get like a little quill out, and she starts like scratching it across each of the coins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seems to be some kind of like uh, forgery detector. I see. <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've broken myself. Um, she checks every single coin, counts the whole lot twice, and then puts it away in a discreet bag, which she then sort of totters off and puts in a, in a little safe somewhere. Very well, just give me a moment. If you'd like to sit over there, I'll complete your paperwork. 
Uh, Brumara slash Susan will be doing the leg kicking whilst out on the chair now, just adorable kicking those legs. Yeah. She is furiously dealing with paperwork. Is there any, um, like, literature to peruse? Oh, I want one of those slightly inaccurate town maps that you get at, like, the tourist information bit. Uh, nothing you can see there with regards to a map. Hmm. There does appear to be a local style magazine, like what are the latest fashions, and you've been in waiting rooms before, you expect this to be like at least six months out of date, but it is, looks like it might have been printed this morning. Oh. Uh, D will peruse, what, what are the styles? People are wearing very fancy frock coats, Mm -hmm. uh, those sort of balloon trousers, which they have had, they've had to have the coat specially fitted to fit over the trousers. (laughs) Um, And then like um, uh, hose and and little, little, very, very delicate shoes. You get the impression there's a lot of people in this town wearing shoes that are slightly too small for their feet. But for Mm. fashion, one simply must. Uh, Also a lot of monocles. Like oh. bejeweled monocles. Oh, fancy. After mm. about 15 minutes, uh, she beckons Dusty over. Just as I was taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, waiting rooms will always call you at the most inopportune moment. Absolutely. Right. Oh no, my name got called in the two minutes I went to pee. Okay, Dusty, man of the house is over there. Um, She hands you, like, a huge stack of paperwork. There you go, here are all the important papers you'll need. If you could just sign here. And she hands you a quill and points. Um, Can Dusty sign his own name? (laughs) Just a second, love. Uh, Gonna run these past the missus. I know who the brains are around here. <laughs> right. And Dusty <gasps> makes all that reading D's problem. Ha 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 gendered stereotypes. <laughs> it's funny because he's stupid and he can't really read them. <laughs> he tries. He's a good boy. Um, yeah, D will read it over. It's very long and boring. It's basically about the deeds to the house. Um, roll investigation? 17. Uh, you're not allowed blue tack on the walls, you're not allowed any pets. Uh, if at some point they knock on your door and tell you the house is going to be demolished because it's being made fancier, uh-huh. it is your responsibility to be out there within the hour. I see. Um, if at any point the out ex- external area of your house is found to be too dirty, you will be fined by the council. If there is too much noise, you will be fined by the council and possibly evicted. Uh-huh. This this sounds like living in a place that has a homeowners association. Never do it. There is uh, no refunds on the the money you've given. Like no matter how long or short you stay here, they're they're not giving any of this money back. I see. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of rules. Like if scratches are found, you're not allowed to put up picture picture hooks. Mm-hmm. Um. If there are any uh, picture hooks existing on the wall, you are permitted to use them, but if there is any damage caused as a result of using them, that is your own liability, and you will be paying for that. I see. <sighs> so, tenants rules, they're not trying to sneak anything in about our Nothing souls you can see, or but anything? It's, it's very long and boring. Is there an explicit rule against crayon on the wall? <laughs> There any kind of anything on the wall. Oh, fine. Susan, uh, no. Yes, there is. There's a fine. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, no. Glad you worked this out. <laughs> um, uh, she's marked about 15 different places that you need to, to sign. D says sign it. Dusty will sign it and take it back. D will say, just put an X and tell them you can't read or write. Dusty nods. Dusty does this. 
Dusty is whispering slightly to Aurora on the way back to the desk. She does not notice you whispering to Aurora on the way back. But they're a sturdy human. I'm just using the same stats for <laughs> just about everyone in the city. Because they're all very generic. Okay. Dusty is going to put the paperwork down exactly where it looks like she wanted it. There you go, love. Is there anything else you need? No, this... And she separates the, the it back into two piles. This is for you. Oh, winner. And I'll take one copy of each of these, and those are yours. And then she hands you a set of keys and a further portfolio of paperwork. Wonderful. Thank you, love. And as he's turning to leave, Aurora just does a tiny euphoria breath. Just a tiny, tiny trail of ruining all the administrators' days by making them feel something other than cold death inside. (laughs) Something twitches inside her chest. Something she's not felt for possibly the beat of her heart. Who can say? (laughs) She thinks she might do some knitting later. (gasps) Scandalous! Did we just give the administration lady inspiration? Could be. Oh, she's inspired to knit now. <laughs> yeah, she's she's gonna roll. Uh, yeah, she's gonna get to roll adva- with advantage on that knitting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope it goes well for her. Oh, this is gonna be the the most lively socks this city's seen in <laughs> centuries. They're gonna have little happy cows knitted into them. Oh, oh, but, oh <laughs> I won't by the time we leave this city for her to be like the next like king shit of fashion mountain. <laughs> As we're coming to hand the keys back in, there's someone else at the desk and she's on the magazines on the table now. Those well. are my dreams. I, I hope a lot for this random administrator that you probably haven't even named. As you're turning around, you notice uh, someone very smartly coming in, um, holding something in an envelope. They walk over to the little table with the magazine on and they pull the magazine out of the envelope and take the old one away in another envelope and leave. Uh, oh, this mm. feels very suburban. <laughs> <laughs> do we Do we want to try and get any other information about the city while we're here? You have a huge stack of paperwork. Ah, what's in that huge stack of paperwork? Roll investigation! Can, can we do it at home so no one has to watch Dusty try to read? If, if we do it at home, I can help with the investigation, because it's probably yeah. a bit suspicious if I help here. Yeah, Yeah. let's go check out our new digs. digs. Prepared for a week, we're having a week. <laughs> so you head back to the cart, and you look at the, the final portfolio of paperwork that you were given. It does give you directions. You are here, if you're at this office, yep. and here is how to get to your little home for a while um yeah you drive around the streets you find it the map was very clear this house is very boring uh and there is building work on the other side of the road yeah it looks like some houses identical to the ones you're currently going to be living in are being knocked down yeah for some much much fancier houses okay i i will i will say when we eventually are going to leave this town oh this house is gonna get a hell of a color splashing (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. It's gonna be it's gonna be splashed all over before we go. Uh, so you uh, reverse the piggies into the the little uh, garage there. There's a little bit of um, straw set up so that the piggies can be unhitched. Presumably the piggies don't constitute pets. Uh, no, they're they're, yeah. they're work animals. Okay. Beasts of burden. Indeed. Beasts given carrots. <laughs> Beasts given carrots. Carrot. 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 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, yeah, you pull the, the garage door closed and have a look around the house. It's Barton. There are four chairs sat around a little tiny dining table, which has a, a candle holder that seems to be sort of made into the top of the table. So For a like... moment when you said it was Spartan, I was like, what, is there a big pit in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, upstairs you find a bedroom with two single beds in it, and another bedroom with a small single bed in it. I get my own room, yeah! So you get your own room. <laughs> No door. Aww. No doors on any of the rooms in here. That's weird as a design choice. Except the toilet. I mean, That's a relief as a design choice. Saving graces. But that makes it all the weirder, because that means they know that doors exist and are convenient and good. Why would you want to hide behind a door? Surely everyone is open and good and honest around here. Uh, yeah, there is like a wardrobe. It's got those hangers in it. Like the little headless hangers that, uh, yeah. that oh. have to stay there like you get in hotel rooms. They're built wow. onto the rail. You can't take them off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty miserable. There is like a little basin in the sink and a little pump in the the backyard, but the backyard is just a concrete square with some sort of eight foot high walls, so the neighbors can't see over. Okay, I appreciate that. I guess. Wait, should we should we read this paperwork and get out of out of this terrible building? Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Investigation. Investigation. Yeah. Investigation. Five. Dusty is glad that he found this out to other smarter people. At fourteen. Two. The only person who wouldn't have been allowed to read in the office is the person who <laughs> did okay. Dusty looks at the paperwork and just gets angry because it's <laughs> it almost puts him to sleep because it's so dull. D goes cross-eyed trying to look at him. It's oh, no. like, uh, no, oh, oh, hang on, <laughs> ha- hang on, <laughs> just like waving a hand in front in front of their face, just like, huh, hmm, hmm, give me a minute. Uh, Bromara is like, you've 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 dealt with boring paperwork before. Oh God, yeah, possibly for. Possibly for the polyarmory when you became the disruptive yeah, adversarial you, business services. Yeah, you've got to work your way up and that involves some paperwork. Yeah, yeah. It's very boring. Uh, it's mostly... that You've got all the stuff about the house, which you already knew was very boring. There's the city itself, which is very boring. Uh, it appears to be... Uh, they talk about a council. It's not run by... A city this big that is supposed to be the capital city of the entire country. You would have thought was supposed to be, like, maybe a king or a prime minister or some form of governance or, or, or yeah. ruler, regent. Um, it appears to be run by council, um, which is elected, apparently. Uh, registered citizens are permitted. Um, you each have some paperwork in there for yourselves. Oh. It's kind of dull, but you you are there. Is sort of notices in there that you've managed to pick up that you should be carrying at least this stuff with you. Okay, and that you should look to get a picture taken to yeah. go with it. Um, I just love the mental image of very small child explaining complicated paperwork <laughs> to parents. It's got Matilda vibes. It's also. got a little bit Matilda vibes. <laughs> <laughs> get, get. Let me explain to you how to not get shafted on your taxes. <laughs> There's a lot in there about taxes. It's very complicated, probably deliberately so. But for a 14, you can't explain it. D, <laughs> D, D gets bored and just starts patting Dusty. <laughs> no, come, come back. Come, come, both, both of you back. We have to go through this. Um, there's a couple of things that aren't just boring things about the city life itself. Um, there's there's school stuff, so you've got some information about Wizarding School. 
Dusty, you've got some information about uh, signing up. There's a pamphlet in there that just says, Join the Palace Guard! Education for all! It's very dull. They talk about like the incredibly high salaries that the Palace Guard pay, um, and that's about it. And um, Anything about the church? Anything about the church? There is some information about Guileaway generally. Um, you do notice... Uh, that there is a uh, a pamphlet for the museum, which is it seems to talk very heavily about the the history of Calburnia. That seems like a really useful info a place to go get an info dump. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I did some research. The average uh, seven year old is about four foot tall, so th- there's a rough age range for human child Bromara. Yeah, probably about seven. Susie. I don't know how old people are. Uh, sorry, Susie. Susie. Spud. Yeah, Susie Spud. I don't know how old people are supposed to be at what height. So. So apparently about seven. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so you should definitely be in school already. Indeed. Well, see, we came from we came from the the town where everyone just made potatoes. Bit late getting around to the education system. Ah, oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but Susie's why, why very brave. Wizardry is the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, I, 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 we didn't get a chance, but I like the <laughs> thought of Bromara trying to do a deliberately very tiny pathetic spell to be like, I'm, I'm learning magic, and then just like a tiny bit of. Uh, colour splash comes out the finger be like, just a little dribble yeah I can magic <laughs> oh I made it wrong no oh. no this is Susie's butt don't make it wrong <laughs> no don't make it wrong the magic, child. The magic just limped out oh. uh, Susie's butt's giving up magic now no, oh. no more magic <laughs> Susie's grossed out by her own magic oh it's sticky um, uh, right, so you just found the pamphlet about the museum. Yes. So, how are you getting there? You're going to walk? You're going to take the car? How far does it seem from the maps? About a 20 minute walk. Oh, let's walk. We'd have to worry about parking if we walk. That That's is true. my thinking. Yeah. I've already yeah, started really building time. this up into like a whole little family thing. Like, Dusty can go and work in the guards, <laughs> and Dee can find whatever the church is and enjoy tricking them into thinking that, you know, they worship their god and not like Calistria. And then the tiny dab wizard can go to tiny wizard school. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely not do dabs in the dab hat. Nope. <laughs> But the... you can practice what to do when you've got the dab hat on later. <laughs> We've gone from playing D&D to some kind of game of The Sims. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to is... roll to remove the ladder. The ladder? No! <laughs> Someone knows what I'm talking about. What's in the, happening? In the swimming pool. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my world. I can remove the ladder. The... Yeah, but we can then do like roll acrobatics to just climb out the side of the pool because we don't need a ladder. That's true. The new ones, yeah. So you head on over across town towards the museum. You're walking through sort of like initially like the the residential area, which is all very very quiet during the day. Occasionally, you'll see like uh, a, a well dressed uh, group walking through town in there. Um, I believe that the fashion at this hour is is capes, ah. lots of capes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was nothing in the paperwork to say like it it would be a bad idea for us to go do this walk in the daytime that we're breaking some kind of rule. No, nothing, no. Like, nothing like that. Uh, people do seem to be looking at you a bit and uh, sort of look, looking you up and down and tutting. Um, but you get the impression that's probably just outsiders, not from around here, but with a fancier accent. <laughs> Outsiders, not from round here. Resisting the urge to blow raspberries at them. I mean, you're a small child, you can. I could probably get away with it. <sighs> the wrong sort. <laughs> the wrong sort indeed. <laughs> I'm a child, I can get away with everything. 
uh, and they glare at uh, D specifically. Oh, <laughs> D will play the part and like put a hand on the shoulder and be like, Susie, no, and just <laughs> smile like half heartedly and wave. We head towards the center of town. There's uh, a couple of theaters showing various uh, productions will be going on now and in and in the near future. And eventually, you come to the museum. Uh, can I get a perception roll? Mm-hmm. Five. Where? <laughs> Sixteen. So, D, as you are shepherding your supposed daughter towards. <laughs> The museum and stopping her from blowing raspberries at all the passers-by. Hey, they deserve it. Thank I'm not you. denying that. <laughs> Susie, 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 Susie. <laughs> uh, Susie and, and Dusty are very focused on... Here is museum. This is the place we have come to see. It is a large, grand building with huge white columns in front of it. Again, you get the impression this is one of the older buildings in the city. This one, probably not remodelled as much as the other one. And that probably gives it character. It's one of the few buildings with any character at all. <laughs> Um, but across the road from it, you notice that there is is an another uh, sort of touristy type destination. Mm-hmm. There is some quite sinister looking signage um, outside, and some some people dressed up. They look like they're supposed to be maybe orcs or something, but it's very clearly humans in costume. Oh, and they've got like rubber swords. Is is this going to be like the fucking Ember Island players from Avatar? It's going to be VR. Here's us doing the play about the. Whole- Horrors of the people down underground. Come and visit the Underdark. Oh. Oh, I am very interested to be annoyed by this. So you heading into the uh, oh, into no. the museum? Uh, let's do the museum first because it feels like oh. we're not going to be in the mood for the museum after the Underdark I, exhibit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make an audible here. D would not tell Bromara and Dusty about this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good call. We don't need to. We don't need to experience this. We can guess what's in there. Yeah. Uh, so you you head into the building and um, there's like a a queue just on the other side. Um, some large uh sort of glass walls. People being sort of funneled between them. Um, you notice that the the security seems to be running uh like these stones, these stone tablets up the side of people, up either side of them, and then sort of waving them through. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but watching them very closely until they put some money in uh, like a, a large glass box on the other side. Uh-huh. Uh, can I roll some kind of check, like insight or something to be like, are they going to run this thing over me and go, you are radiating magic, what the fuck's going on with you? Uh, roll Arcana. Arcana, okay. Six. Yes, that's absolutely what's going to happen. I mean, it, it seems like they are checking for magical something, probably. Okay. Susie's body's now nervous and just... Yeah, I want to go in. Um, What I need to... to is, is Susie saying why? Why, sweetie? What's wrong? Oh, I was scanning. Yeah. Oh. Um, the queue is moving forward. Could the see if they can tell what is causing it to set off? Uh, nothing has set it off, so. I see. Um. The queue is getting off. At this distance, you can see that um, there is a sign saying that there is no entrance fee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the, you notice that the box on the far side of the this like checkpoint says donations uh, gratefully received. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've all been there. Uh, who is in front of us? 
The couple in front of you are still wearing uh, last hour's fashion, the, the balloon pants and frock coats and fancy monocles. Okay. You know what it's probably time for? If Romara has mistakenly thought she's about to get caught going through this uh, thing, might be time for an autism roll. Yes, I think you're right. There we go. I should Just probably do these from time to time. 23! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually feeling a lot better about it now I'm, yeah, I'm a lot less worried I, You know, I had a little worry that I was about mm. to get caught out Pretending to be a human yeah. child But it turns out it's, I got this You are fully soothed now you, I, I have self-regulated, everything yeah. is fine Bromara thinks Everything's going to be fine going through Yeah, yeah. in fact okay. in fact, you know, It's going to be better than fine it, the, the scanner's somehow going to be like Ah, oh, you're awesome Oh, okay <laughs> Well, if Bromara's suddenly at ease Then uh, Dee will put away the Sinister plans What was uh, the sinister plan going to be? Plant drugs on the couple in front of us And then have <gasps> you cry so that we can just get in Without getting scanned I'm glad we don't have to do that plan But that is a great plan so the person like in front of the people in front of you is going mm-hmm. through and there's a wee 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 as the scanner goes over them. Mm-hmm. And the security guard sort of roughly push them to one side, give them a pat down and and pull out just like a little pocket knife. Nothing major. It's not like a like a serious piece of offensive weaponry. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it's it's just just a little pocket knife and um they sort of glare out, confiscate it, take it away, they're given a dressing down, shake it it appears they're shaking down for some money as well. Ah. and then invited to, to, to go in for a for an additional donation on top of that. Of course. The cube moves forward. Uh, do we have our weapons on us? Uh, Brumar would not have taken anything other than the ability to do magic to museum. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I probably wouldn't be walking around with a dirty great warhammer and a shield. D would have left anything that couldn't be concealed, but that does mean that the collapsible shield is still on me. Uh, anything else? No, maybe... I mean, these rings, but that's it. Uh, let's have a look through my inventory. What would I probably have on me? Hmm... I don't know if it's going to set it off, but I imagine Bromara's probably got the dab hat in in a bag. What kind of bag? Like a normal bag? Just a bag bag? Like a little backpack? Uh, well, it could... A little character backpack? Has Dusty got the, the um, bag of holding? Yes, it's also yeah. got like 98 biscuits in it. Yeah, in the bag of holding is probably the most sensible place for thing that clues people in that we that, who we are. So uh, the tall-looking guard runs you over with the stone. Um, there's a moment where there's a bit of a beep over over D, and they mm-hmm. look, look at it, and they go, oh, okay. um, and then they wave you all through. Excellent. <sighs> up, up to a point, up uh, to the box. Yeah. Then there's like a, a few of them standing next to the box, looking at you expectantly. <sighs> D will grumble. What's the suggested donation? Uh, five gold uh, each. Each. Okay. D will pay. Bromara will happily reimburse you if desired. I like so the pay- idea that we both give Bromara five gold and she toddles over to the box. Ha! And just, like, uh, dare those guards to expect the child to also put a fiver in. That's... Go on, sweetheart. Go do the box. Do slot slots. Just putting it in the, in the box. The guards, like, narrow their eyes at you. Uh-huh. As if they've just been defeated in some way. <laughs> <laughs> but you are waved through. Further. Small children oh. defeating capitalism. <laughs> For the ten Wave gold. back, make it cute. 
Uh, Dusty, you can have inspiration. I've got, I've got the small size to get away with it, but the knowledge to know how to anti-capitalism. <laughs> A powerful combination. Beautiful. Chef kiss. Anti-capitalist child. So, you are now in sort of there. It's, it's, it's a very old, dusty museum. I mean, it's a clean museum, but like, this is old, lots of stonework, lots of stonework, big like carved panels on walls in stone. And it seems to be just the history of the city, and everyone is filing very slowly around it. Is and there like a expected route of like, follow yeah. this route and you will get the story? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you um, there there appears to be some some crumbled stone at the very very beginning, but it basically continues that there is there is basically the war with Gauland continues has continued. The war had been going on. Things were going quite badly for Calvernia until uh, the king's wizard Dolliday came up with this plan. Um, he was just an incredible thinker and had had this idea that they would harness a creature of unimaginable power and use it, turn it into a weapon that they could use against their enemy. So they built these portals to go into the abyssal realm and they found the biggest, nastiest abomination they could find. And the greatest wizards went through and they worked together for a long time and they uh, managed to basically capture this creature. And it was just this horrible, vile thing. Ah, and you said the word. It was just just <laughs> this horrible, violent thing made of teeth and eyes and razor-sharp edges, just barbs all over it. It was just designed for killing and maiming and nastiness. And it just seemed to exude this just dread over everyone. And they were like, that's the one. That's the weapon we'll have. <laughs> they brought it back. And the, uh, the, the, the great wizard, uh, Dolliday, basically, uh, he attempted for months to, to, like, break this thing like a horse. And apparently, one day, he, he made a breakthrough. And the, the thing agreed to work for them. Uh, but in order to, to make this whole system work, Dolliday was going to fuse himself with the creature so that it would have a human mind. It would be able to be directed at the king's order to go and fight their enemies. It worked. He became fused with the creature and they named that creature Guileway. And in about a day, it ended the war. Oh. Hmm. The, it almost completely destroyed the opposing city in one fell swoop. Yeah. And then it came back to the city and it was it was thrown this huge celebration. And everyone was just basically worshipping this thing. And... Oh yeah, the oh. the king honoured it as like it was it was basically made head of the of the army. Not that they had any enemies anymore, and it was held in very high regard. It didn't really talk much. It still seemed to have quite an intellect, and um, eventually, through old age, the king died at the ripe old age of about forty five, <laughs> and the uh, guy Guileway was. Basically, everybody loved Guileway. So said, and they said, let's do away with the monarchy. Let's make Guileway our leader. Yeah. So they made Guileway their leader. Sorry, just, this should have started with beep, beep, beep. Just <laughs> reversing this truck up while I just dump this lore all over you. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that Gailaway was their new ruler for a very long time. And then the gods took umbrage with the existence of Gailaway. Uh, there was uh, prosperity, and, and the city was great and wonderful. But the, the dark gods, the dogs, the dogs, the gods of, of the Underdark, of the low and the base creatures, they fought against Gailaway. They banded together. So the, the god of the orcs and uh, the gods of uh, Durigar and Drow, all of these gods got together, ogres and goblins. Every single one of their gods came together and they fought against Gailaway, the great leader of this great city. And Gailaway plucked the eye out of the orc god and killed several of the other gods and was ultimately victorious and came back to sit upon his throne. But he was troubled from this fight and decided instead to to hand control over to uh, a, a council and that he would go away and, and into to seclusion to live out the rest of his days just in, in peace and quiet. But people here in the city still remember fondly their their their, their great god Gailaway, who who saw them through the war. But over the years, the opposing army built back up again, and the war has resumed. Um, thanks to uh, Lankingham, they have managed to keep a, a supply of Warforge to fight the war. Up until very recently, they haven't updated the tablets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very recently. Um, yeah, and there, there's other stuff. There's some some interesting things about uh, like various uh, sporting heroes, uh, great artists. There's a statue of um, uh, some some noble knights of the time. Uh, uh, you see some, some some quite heroic looking poses on a couple of statues. Uh, one labelled as uh, Brinda Rain, and another one as Puffinax. <laughs> uh, as you're sort of heading out towards the gift shop, in fact. Uh, and yeah, that is basically the. Great tale of this great city. Did did we forget to go down the wing where they've got Guileway's secret weakness uh, plastered up on a big yeah, panel I'd like across to the go wall? And have a good look <laughs> at that exhibit. There, there is nothing even faintly bad saying of of, of Guileway. No. Guileway is a, a, a wonderful and beautiful god, and everyone loves them. Do they have anything about the people who fought against Guileway? an exhibit oh uh, wicked evil terrible things um yeah i mean you, you would have read about them as you're passing through the yeah. thing about the wall i was i was gonna gods. say is there anything about how they defeated guy Laway, but their version of events is like nope guy Laway was never defeated guy Laway was always perfect that's not what the gods told you what did the gods tell us again the they, gods yeah. told you that they killed guy Laway yeah and that's, he was that's... basically turned into a nothing and, and that's, left us that's what i thought i'm very curious how this version of events supposedly occurred but you also know that Grumpsh only has one eye, so yeah. oh, something no. about this story is is true. true. I don't like it when things are technical. <laughs> it's fine. At some point when we get back to the house, I'll, I'll use the, the, the god necklace and be like, hey, what up with this? Hey, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're you're heading out towards the the, the, uh, the gift shop. Would you, would you like to have a look around? I would love to have a look around. <laughs> uh, there is there is like books. You can get you can get a tome, which is basically just a, a short version of this, including some uh, some imagery, some beautiful woodcuts of the uh, uh, the the statues and and the the great tablets with all the lore written on. Hmm. There's a there's a, a Guileway coloring book. Oh. <laughs> um, there's little stuffed Puffinax and Brindarains. I want I want one of each, please. Dusty <laughs> feels inexplicably drawn to these two people from history. No. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be thirty gold. Worth it. Oh. <laughs> 
make sure you tick that off. Uh, is Dusty hanging on to these, or have these been handed over to to, to Sally? Does does Sally want? I thought her name that's, was that's Susie. Name change. I don't. <laughs> yes, yeah, Susie. Sorry, I was like, wait, is that my name? I know now. Child, child, child name. Child beginning with think. S. It's fine. We'll just change the name every time. They could be yeah. Sarah next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophie. Yeah. Shelley. <laughs> but yes, is Dusty keeping a hold of them? Do Do you want them? Dusty's the one that wants them. Keep, feel free to keep a hold of them. But you are the grown man. Uh, Duster is going to hang on to Bren mm. because you know Janessa, mm-hmm. and give Tiny Susie a puff <laughs> the next because Dragon go rawr. Dragon do go rawr. Dragon do go rawr. When you squeeze it, it goes. Bow. Okay, that's adorable. <laughs> Somewhere at the bottom of a of a big uh, bucket of plushies, there is just one over large, slightly lumpy puffy uh, stuffy of Gladys. <laughs> Nobody knows it's down there. <laughs> I like how there isn't even one of Squiggle. That that feels perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you added these plushies to your character sheet? I have, and I've knocked thirty gold off. It's fine if if either of you run out, Bromara will divvy you more money up. <laughs> Get a little tiny purse out with like a. Some kind of cute animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't forget this child character's name. I've put Susan's bud as Bromara's subclass. Gotcha. <laughs> subclass Susan. Yes. Oh, I've just changed mine to Dusty Spud. Dusty Spud. <laughs> it works. It's good. Oh, D-Spud. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't go with nuts. D-Spuds. <laughs> um, so, having enjoyed the overpriced gift shop, you are heading out. Can I get a perception roll from everyone? Uh, Five. Twenty-one. Oh, Riding no. high. Sixteen. Dusty, across across the road, there is uh, <laughs> a, a, a venue you didn't notice previously. Uh, there's people dressed... That I think they're supposed to be orcs. And it says, uh, visit the Underdark. Dusty makes a growling sound. Dusty. That's not a human noise. <laughs> it's a dad grumble. TM. That sounds like you. <laughs> Does Dusty want to go see the t- terrible, terrible things? I don't think that Dusty wants to mention it to... Oh. <laughs> Rumor hasn't noticed anything. No, not a thing. Too busy trying to method act this role. Just like, yeah, I'm not paying attention to anything. Just follow them. Cool. <sighs> no, just Dusty thinks that Brumara should be allowed to make her own decisions. He's <sighs> going to point it out. Oh. 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 And action. Uh, Brumara, you may I'm not assuming, like it. I'm assuming we're ama- awakened minding if we're talking about actual names. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, no. Either or I'll just sounds think like an this. annoyance. Can, uh, she, can she read annoyed thoughts? Yeah, she can read that you're annoyed. Um, we're not gonna like what we see in there, are we? No. Just putting it out there, it, hypothetically, the only reason to go in there might be we might get some context into why Guileway is doing what they're doing. It might be interesting to understand their motives, maybe. Yeah. What maybe what they're trying to achieve. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not saying we should. This is on you two. I, I don't have to make any choices. I picked the easy disguise. I think we should go and have a look because, you know, Jen probably wrote a lot of law for this thing and it would be dickish not to have a look. <laughs> Someone's metagaming. And also, metagaming. I'm kind of interested. <laughs> um, 
I mean, that's a good point. The metagame. I feel like we're just missing out on that juicy, juicy content if we don't go look. Okay. So at this point, a quote-unquote orc has sort of bounded up to you with some flyers. Ah. Uh, you. Uh, how about you, uh, young person? Do you want to come and see the scary Underdark? Does any does anyone in our party have calm emotions or anything of that nature? <laughs> um, I do speak under common, and I am tempted to be a shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, that seems fun and educational and exciting. Yay! Oh, it certainly is educational, young lady. <laughs> that will be uh, ten of each for the adults and seven for the uh, little lady. Tam really is trying to fleece us, huh? Yeah. Oh, 27. Okay. D will do dramatic mom sigh and hand the money over. Come right this way. Come right this way. And leads you across the roads. So, Bramara um, has been keeping a mental note of how much has been spent, and she is going to make sure everyone gets paid back, considering she has the infinity money. <laughs> and you like, don't go- worry, parents. The kids got this. <laughs> so you are shown across the street and into uh, this building and almost immediately you can tell that it's like cardboard and and foam that's been painted to look like a, a cavern. Hmm. And um, you're handed over to uh, somebody dressed as a drow. Yeah, you can get into that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, they, they There's a whole thing on the wall where they're selling like uh, fake weaponry. Yeah. Like, um. There, there's uh. That they're selling cloaks and things such as might be worn by travellers. Uh. And and you're shown over to this this desk and this uh, travel is like greetings adventurers welcome to the underdark perhaps you would like to care to prepare for your travels and uh, you are offered either to purchase your own uh, cloaks and hoods and packs. Or if you would uh, like to, the packs come with a free drink, like a like an icy drink, <laughs> with a big straw. It's very colourful, probably full of full of flavourings. Oh, I like flavour. And um, you get the impression there's like some snacks in there. <gasps> there's basically like there's like a lunchables in the pack <sighs> if you buy the pack. I kind of I kind of want the pack. <laughs> oh, you deserve the pack. You're small and you should have tiny lunch. Yes. <laughs> Bromara does awaken mind and go, don't worry, don't worry, I will put, I'm, I'm giving, I'll pay you both back. Dusty's just making cringing dad sounds. Today's... 17 gold for the pack then, dear. Oh, uh, yeah, no, D, D's not really worried about the money. Uh, D's just playing a part now. I know, but Bromara doesn't know that and is like, don't worry, don't worry, I got the money, it's fine. Well then, D will assure Bromara so that there's no stress. <laughs> It's just a part. And hand over the money. So uh, she takes the money and she hands the pack out over and she goes over to this big machine and like cranks <gasps> like eight different handles. <laughs> and you're handed this huge frosty thing that like it, it hurts, kind of hurts your hands to touch. Oh. But it's about like a foot and a half long. Oh. And it's got this massive multicolored straw that's got bends in the middle. <laughs> oh, this is great. Best episode. <laughs> 
And uh, she shows you through the doors and says, Now we do have just a, a few rules before we take you down into the Underdark. Uh, all the exhibits here are highly dangerous, so we ask you to keep your hands and arms uh, outside of the bars and not to get too close, uh, especially if there are warning signs outside. These creatures are incredibly dangerous, so for your safety and for the safety of your family, we ask you to make sure that you don't uh, try not to touch the bars at all, Try not to, to jab at or, or throw anything at the exhibits. Have a wonderful adventure! And she sort of shoves you through this door, uh, 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 which is looks like a large swing double door like you might find on a dungeon back home. Yeah. Mm. And there's some... some uh, Cardboard, uh, some some uh, like wooden stairs going down, but they've been painted to look stony, and they sort of squeak as you walk down. <laughs> but the further you get down, the more you notice that the walls are actually becoming rock. And before you know it, the cavern opens up in front of you, and there is like little lights. Just like little pathways all along mm-hmm. and large cages mm. pretty much um, everywhere you look. That feeling intensifies. Yeah. Um, this is basically a zoo. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. What do you wish okay, well, See, I wasn't afraid of this. I thought it was just going to be people in offensive costumes that were going to infuriate. I'm glad we came here because before we leave, we need to do a rescue heist. D quickly wants to take Dusty's hand and like give it an assuring squeeze and say, we can't right now. We need to be patient and we will. I promise. Dusty just makes growly internal dad noises at Bromara to use her as some sort of silent relay device. Oh, don't don't worry. Bromara has every intention of trying to be as reassuring as possible to the people here. So you head down to the bottom of these stairs and basically there is like a like a roped off pathway with very clear torchlight all the way along it. That is this is the path you are supposed to walk along so that you can see all the exhibits. There's not too many people in here, but um there there's maybe someone like a hundred yards away in front of you. Mm. You can't hear anyone coming downstairs behind you yet. So Romara's plan is every time that we come across one of these exhibits, she's going to attempt to use awakened mind to communicate with the person in there just to first of all just check that they're they're chill and to be like, look, we're from the underdark, we're gonna come back and try and get you out of here. Don't worry, I'm sorry that you're in this situation. Okay. So you come to the uh first cage and it's like grated as opposed to just bars. It's like a pro- a proper grate. And you can see inside there's uh, like a number of cobbles. Yeah. And a like a, a concrete version of you know how cobbled cobbled housing perhaps you, you don't. Uh they build like uh little caves mm-hmm. on top of each other. Yeah. And they and, and they kind of stack and then they live in these little tower block communities. Yeah. Um they're they're usually very sociable. These ones look really raggedy for a start. Like Yeah. They they look they look like there's been a lot of fighting, and uh, a lot of them look injured or or have in the past suffered like some battle damage. Yeah. After a minute or so, you know, some of them just look kind of sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hear like a shh, 
And one sort of clocks you and runs towards the bars and just starts screaming at you. Uh, I'm going to attempt to, with awakened mind, communicate with that one and go, "Hey, hey, 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 um, hey, we're going to try and get you, get you, get you out of here. You, um, can you can you help help us to do that? I will kill you. I will kill all of hey, you. Hey. All of you. You're all going no, to die. We're from we're from the underdark. I know we don't look it. We're from the underdark. You're all going to die. I will kill you. I will rip out your lungs with my teeth. All you're getting is hate. Yeah, uh, try messaging one of the other ones. One of the sad ones, perhaps? Oh no. After you heard that noise, all of them look really pissed. <sighs> okay. So, in fact, the first one coming over and screaming at you, now more of them are sort of heading towards the bars and they're all just like banging on the, on the side of the cage and like climbing up the side of it and like their teeth yeah. peel back as they glare at you and there's is, just rage and saliva. Is is there some kind of role we could do to determine like, are they being manipulated into this? Like, are they being magically forced to be aggressive? Uh, role... Like, insight? Yeah, insight will do, I think. Okay. Oh, damn. 16? Great. Dusty, when you heard that noise, you also noticed, like, a, a sort of a vapour coming up from the back of the enclosure. Okay. This is this is Detective Pikachu in the angry gas. Angry gas? Oh. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I like that. Um... <laughs> It's been a long time since I watched it. I've kind of forgotten. What that was the... a gas. It made all all yeah. the creatures really angry and aggressive. Is, uh, yes, then I guess. Is there one that looks more in charge than the other, or bigger? Uh, right now, it's very difficult to tell. They're just balls of anger. A- any anyone have calm emotions? No. No, but D can um... cast command and order them to calm down. They would have to succeed against a will saving throw, but um, I don't imagine they would if they're malnourished and gassed. Aurora's got euphoria breath. Huh. You wanna try? My only concern is euphoria might be too far the other direction and it might clue the staff here in that something happened. can't see any staff. Okay, well if there's no one around the cage, then sure. Yeah, Duster is going to cover this with the cunning application of throwing them a biscuit like you would throwing an animal food at a zoo. Because he's... Uh, they, they descend... So one of them descends on the biscuit first, the other one descends on that one and start eating the one that was eating the biscuit. Okay, Dusty is throwing like ten biscuits in all separate directions. Uh, so that one that was getting eaten is is not in a good state. The others seem to basically be fighting like two apiece to a biscuit. <laughs> Get that euphoria breath going. Uh, and it's a wisdom save for the euphoria breath, yeah? Okay. Uh, nine, four, three. So I'm saying that's a group fail on behalf of the uh, the um, kobolds. Brumara mm-hmm. will again attempt to awaken mind with them. Um, there's a lot of panting um, and then some sobbing after they see the state of the one that was yeah. ripped into. Mm. Hey, hey, um, look, I, I know it doesn't look like it, but we're from the Underdark and we're going to try and help. Um, we've not got much time. Can you give us any information on this place that would help us to get you out? Like, um, who like who has keys or any emergency exits or anything that might help us get you out of here? They they never let us out. Never. We one day of generations ago they found a way down to us in the city, and one by one they threw us each in cages, and we've been here been like this for generations now. A couple of them are sort of wandering up to the bars, uh, looking expectantly at Dusty, or hopefully even. Um. Dusty will part with another 20 biscuits. 
So how many biscuits have you got left now? I have got 68 biscuits left. I should have only parted with 19. There's there's a lot of exhibits left. Uh, they thank yeah. you very deeply yeah. for all of the biscuits. Look, we... How, do you know how many how many people there are down here in these cages? How many exhibits? Like, do you have a sense of how many people we would have to escape with? I was born in this cage, but I can see that there are other cages stretching off in the distance. I don't know how far it goes or how many different types of us. We hear all sorts of noises at night, though. They just turn out all the torches and leave us, but at least they turn the gas off. Yeah. Mm. We're sorry that we can't get you out right this second but we will come back and we will try and get as many of you out of here as we can thank you for everything we'll be Uh, back you can hear footsteps behind you we should move on yeah Mm -hmm. as you start to move on and the footsteps draw closer to the cage you hear a and howling and screaming yeah from the cobbles and we're gonna leave it there tonight Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and season seven. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. See you all again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 Blake.